You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spitting Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Want to give a big shout-out to our listeners also live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, and to all of our newest viewers live on the YouTube stream of the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We are holding you down on a Wednesday, getting you ready for week two of the NFL season. I got my man Chris Bovona, the bounty killer right there on the ones and twos. We're keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. If you want to chime in and make your verse heard or ask me a question this hour, you absolutely can at 844-843-6879. We'll be helping you out all hour long on a Wednesday. Check it out. Yesterday, we had a lot of questions about, hey, who should I put my waiver claim in for? You know, the Cooper Cups, the Buck Allens, the Tyreek Cohens of the world, okay? Now that waiver wires have run, we're going to see if any of those guys are still available on free agent pickups on your rosters in your leagues. We're also going to have probably some trade questions. I'm ready to help you out all hour long. We also have a poll question up right now on Twitter. You could always go to us on Twitter at Spittin' Speeds, at FNTSY Radio uh, on Twitter. The question I have for you and the theme here, really, right after week one is over. He's like overreacting, right? People are like, oh, my God, should I drop this guy? You know, this guy like Hunter Henry, for example, a guy he didn't get any targets, but you drafted him to be an ascending kind of good sleeper tight end. No, do not drop Hunter Henry telling me about, oh, um, who's the guy that's going to replace, you know, Allen Robinson? Should I just go ahead and, you know, who should I drop? Should I drop Joe Mixon because he had a bad outing in week one? No, let it settle. So in that vein. I put up a poll question. Which of these surprise first place teams can keep it going and maybe make a push and qualify for the playoffs this year? I don't know if you know, but these three teams are in first place by themselves. One is the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are 1-0. and Remember, Miami did not play in week one. The Patriots and Jets both lost in that division. What about the L.A. Rams? The L.A. Rams look so Super impressive against the Colts. Remember, in that division, Seattle lost. In that division, Arizona lost. In that division, the 49ers lost as well. It is the Rams standing by themselves as 1-0. Or is it the Jacksonville Jaguars who went into Houston? That was my knockout pick, for God's sakes. Went into Houston and beat them. Remember, the Titans in that division also lost. And the Indianapolis Colts look like they could be the worst team in the NFL. So we got that poll question up there right now. If you want to think also... None of the above. Do you not believe in any of them? And that is a viable response. I'll let you know what the people are saying a little bit later on in the show. When we come back, though, what we're going to do is we're going to go through some announcements. Some coaches are making declarations on Wednesday about some of their players for Week 2. And then I'm going to start to break down every game in Week 2, tell you what you need to look for in all of these matchups. When we come back, we're dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Holla at me. Call me now. 844-843-6879. Speeds will come on right back. Let's go. 
quarterback to receiver hookups, running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. Something. That's a Talib Kweli, a little reflection eternal as we come back dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez. Speeds the spitting statistician holding you down as we get you ready for week two of the NFL season. I got my man Chris Bavona on the ones and twos. He'll take good care of you. If you want to holler at me this hour, you can at 844-843-6879. We're going to hit the phone lines in a minute. But first, let me tell you some news and notes and injuries around the NFL that have some implications I gotta get out to you first of all all right, all right. in Indianapolis Jacoby Brissett and Scott Tolzien have split the first team reps at quarterback in practice this week. I actually believe that why not, okay? They need they know what Scott Tolzien is, and it is not pretty. They traded for Jacoby Brissett at the end of the preseason. Why not run him out and see if you got anything? But the interesting point here is, I want to make another point on Indianapolis. Their right tackle, Denzel Good, was sent to the IR, and something of a surprising move, because the beat reporters that are talking about it in Indy. Didn't really see him get hurt in week one. He played something like all 50 snaps. So this is something of a surprising injury, but starting right tackle Denzel Good has been sent to IR. Remember, they also lost their center, Kelly, early in the season, that uh, like young player out of Alabama. So not only do they have bad quarterback play, but it looks like they have bad offensive line play as well. Remember, that is one of my thesis here for this season. Offensive line play is bad around the NFL even more reason if you needed it already to fade the Indianapolis Colts and to downgrade all of their skill players whether that be Moncrief Hilton or Jack Doyle and also we're hearing reports that Andrew Luck may be a little bit upset with the Indianapolis Colts that he played through some of the shoulder injury last year when they knew he was hurt. Remember, this recovery is taking a long time. I actually believe Chuck Pagano might be one of the first coaches let go in the NFL. I think it is uh, deteriorating quickly in Indianapolis. Remember, the Bengals and the Texans, they play in Thursday night football tomorrow. And the first-round pick, John Ross, out of Washington, their wide receiver in Cincy. He is a long shot, they say, to be ready for Thursday night football. He's still dealing with that knee injury. And uh, if you're going to go run a 4-2-2 and get an island or something like that and be the fastest man ever, you need healthy knees. So they're going to wait a little while, make sure he is 100%. It does not look like he will be ready for week two tomorrow night. Patriots wide receiver Danny Amendola, he did not practice today for the Patriots. Remember, he's got that head injury. They're going short of calling it a concussion per se, but even more reason. If Amendola is out, you know Edelman is also already out. I think there'll be an emergence of Hogan. You know, Mitchell is not there either, but even more reason 
to look at these running backs on New England, okay, the Deion Lewis's, the James White, that's where Brady is going to go. He's going to be a dink and dunk offense. Brady didn't look that accurate, to be quite honest, when he went down the field in that opener. But against the Saints pass defense and defense in general, I expect TB12 to have a big-time bounce-back game. The Patriots will not be going 0-2. Remember, people thought they were going 16-0. and And also, in that Thursday night game, it looks like Houston is going to turn to the rookie Deshaun Watson under center. He got in a full practice. Bill O'Brien earlier in the week was saying that health will be a dictating factor, and it looks like Watson is okay with that ankle. I expect Deshaun Watson, the rookie, to be the starting quarterback tomorrow night for the Houston Texans in Thursday night football. However, they will be without their stud linebacker, Brian Cushing, for a while. He was already dealing with in the concussion protocol, but now he just got popped. A 10-game suspension for using performance-enhancing drugs. You will not see Cushing in uh, the lineup for Texas until after Thanksgiving. This is his second suspension for PEDs since he came into the league in 2009. Last thing to note, remember, we know David Johnson is going to be out for two to three months having surgery on that wrist. It has been announced, Bruce Arians says today, that Kerwin Williams will be the starter for the Cardinals moving forward. It looks like Andre Ellington will be number two and the recently re-signed Chris Johnson will be number three on the depth chart. Okay, I want to get into my preview of uh, the different games, but I know we have callers, so let's uh, let's take a couple of callers in this segment. It sounds like we have Paulie. Paulie is in Eastchester. He's got a question of what wide receivers to start in his flex spot. Hey, Paulie, you're dropping stats over beats with spitting speeds. You're on the fantasy freestyle. What's up? Hey, how you doing? Doing uh, all right, man. For taking my call. Absolutely. I'm in a 12-man PPR league yep. and uh, looking at a flex position for this week mm-hmm. um, between uh, Deshaun Jackson, uh, E. Sanders, and Cup. Okay. Interesting. Um, Emmanuel Sanders is there as well. Okay. Um I think all of those are decent options, but I'm going to tell you something. I like Emmanuel Sanders, okay? Emmanuel Sanders this week on the Denver Broncos, they're going against Dallas, okay? And Dallas has a very bad secondary. They lost a lot of their starting secondary in the offseason. They're still trying to rebuild that back half of that defense. I love Emmanuel Sanders in this matchup. I think that the uh, Broncos wide receivers are going to be able to eat on Sunday at home against the Dallas Cowboys. So I like Emmanuel Sanders. I also, um, you know, you have Deshaun Jackson and Cooper Cup there as well. That's how I would rank them, okay? I would take Sanders first, then Deshaun Jackson, and then Cooper Cup. Deshaun Jackson and the Bucks have not played yet. I think they're going to be chomping at the bit at home against the Bears. And I think that the Bucks have something schemed to, uh, you know, go take shots down the field for their new toy, Deshaun Jackson. Cooper Cup is everybody's darling and I like him also I think he's going to be getting a lot of targets a lot of catches for these Rams but I think there's better options you mentioned Emmanuel Sanders and Deshaun Jackson both of them I do think are better options so I would go with Emmanuel Sanders in that situation and thank you for the call we got another call it looks like Chris let's go right now we got Stephen Massachusetts Stephen Massachusetts is wondering about Josh Gordon of all people hey Steve you're on the fantasy freestyle what's up Hey, I remember a while back ago, you guys were taking calls for Josh Gordon, and like you were telling everybody, he might not get reinstated. But now, I don't know if you heard about this, but 
I actually found this out today. Uh, I guess like yesterday. I don't. I don't know who the source was, but there's been like uh, some. I guess it was leaked out that this guy might actually get reinstated because uh, he's been in. He's been in uh, this rehab program. Yeah, thanks, Steve. I mean, we know about Josh Gordon. Okay, listen, he the rehab and all this. Don't do it. Okay, I'm going to tell you before, I'll tell you again, whether it's Steve out there in Massachusetts or anybody else wondering about Josh Gordon, I'm telling you, uh, this has been kind of like the the Shangri-La for almost now two years. I don't think Josh Gordon is going to get reinstated. Even if he does, he has to get in football shape. And I don't think Hugh Jackson wants any part of him in that culture. I think Corey Coleman and Kenny Britt are the wide receivers in Cleveland. I would not waste the roster spot on Josh Gordon. And I'm going to tell you guys we're not going to talk much about josh gordon anymore here on the fantasy freestyle i do not think he's coming back i do not think he is worth the roster spot okay i do want to tell you though I do want to get into some previews here about week two, and we're going to start Thursday night football where the Texans go to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. The Bengals are five-point favorites, and 38 is the total. Listen, 38 is the total. That's all you need to know about this game. This is a game where people do not expect points to be scored. Thursday night football is always a poor-quality product anyway. And um, to be quite honest, both of these teams – Looked like dog trash um, in week one, especially with the offensive line. The Houston offensive line gave up 10 sacks to Jacksonville in week one. The Cincinnati Bengals, they didn't look much better. Andy Dalton was sacked four or five times, and that offense looked like poo. So here's the thing. There's not going to be a lot of points scored in this game. I would fade most of the Houston Texans. I do not believe in Deshaun Watson either. He didn't look that great coming back. I really think they put in Deshaun Watson in the second half there just because he was better to escape with his life than Tom Savage. Okay, The only Houston Texan that I like in this game is my man DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins was going up against a good Jacksonville Jaguar secondary, and he had seven catches for 55 yards. He got a touchdown as well. But here's the most important part. He had 16 targets, okay? Deshaun Watson is going to force feed DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins' 16 targets was the highest in the NFL out of week one, and I think that might continue. DeAndre Hopkins is the only Houston Texan that I think has a chance to return you value, whether it's DFS or in your season-long leagues. I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to be heavily targeted all season long. I think DeAndre Hopkins is a high-end wide receiver, too. He may even find his way back into the wide receiver one conversation. On the Cincinnati side, I'm telling you, I don't like this offensive line protecting Andy Dalton. I'm fading Andy Dalton. He threw four picks. He had a QBR on week one of less than one. You don't see that a lot. Okay, when we come back, though, because I'm hearing the music, when we come back, I'm going to talk about the running back position of Cincinnati. We're going to get to some of your questions as well. Dane Martinez, Speeds, the sitting statistician, dropping stats over beats right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. We are live and in charge on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Holler at me. Phone lines are open. 844-843-6879. Come on right back. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out. Just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app, FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. a lot collapse. I'm going to be giving you this insight so you can win your leagues and win that cash. Chris Pavona bringing us back with a little bit of Eminem right here, dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle Speed, the spitting statistician, getting you ready for week two of the NFL season. Before we went to break, we were talking about Thursday night football. The no- the stat you need to know about is that the over-under on this game is 38. That is very low for an NFL game, and they believe that these offenses will be putrid. I told you that in uh, in Houston, the only guy I want to own is DeAndre Hopkins. I think his 16 targets that lead the NFL is a trend that may continue. On the Cincinnati side of things, I told you in the offseason, okay, run it back. That's the beauty of being on air every night from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern time, live from Rock and Riley's. You can always go back and I can be like, I told you so, and you can find it if you download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app or check us out anywhere you get your podcast. I said that I was a little bit concerned with the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line because when there is pressure in Andy Dalton's face he will make mistakes. He made not one, not two, not three, but four mistakes in interceptions last week and the Bengals got completely shut out against the Ravens. Now This week, they play the Houston Texans, another stud defense and defensive front with the likes of Whitney Merciless and J.J. Watt, Jadavian Clowney. They will not have Brian Cushing, but I think it could be the same old story. So, what does that mean for the Cincinnati Bengals, okay? I think... I think that means you need to fade Jeremy Hill. The running game is not there. However, Giovanni Bernard and Joe Mixon, I think, are still viable, especially in PPR leagues. Those are going to be the pass-catching backs for the Cincinnati Bengals. I think you really need to consider Giovanni Bernard and Joe Mixon. Do not throw away Joe Mixon early just because he only had eight carries for nine yards in week one. I think he's going to do some damage in the passing game. I think that's going to be the way that the Cincinnati Bengals are going to have to roll with these offensive line problems you're not going to see Dalton being able to take big five and seven step drops trying to go deep down the field to a guy like AJ Green or even John Ross when he's healthy I think they're going to get the ball out a little quicker I'm very interested to see Bernard and Mixon in the screen game and Eifert as well that's the way I think you're going to need to play it because this offensive line in Cincinnati is not going to get any better all right we want to go back to the phone lines you can still holler at me this hour if you want at 844-843-6879 we have tyler in alabama i don't know if tyler is more of a war eagle or a roll tide i gotta ask you that tyler but then it sounds like you got a question about some wide receivers for this week tyler you are on the fantasy freestyle dropping stats over beats what's your question hey how you doing man uh i got I got four wide receivers. I'm trying to find two spots for. All right, let me know who are they. I got Corey Coleman, Alshon Jeffrey, Martavius Bryant, and Jamison Crowder. All right, let me see this again. You said Coleman, Jeffrey, Martavius Bryant, and Crowder. I believe you said was the last one, right? Okay. So here's what I think. Yes, sir. All right. First things first. Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey is the one that is a. Uh, 
kind of a problem for me, shall we say. I know he is the highest-ranked kind of guy out of them on a week-to-week kind of basis, and you probably drafted him first out of all these guys in your league. But Alshon Jeffrey is there at Kansas City. Kansas City and Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters was a stud, and he's one of those guys that likes to gamble. He had a good game in week one against the Patriots. I'm a little concerned about Jeffrey. I think the skill is there, but if you also saw Carson Wentz is looking to find a lot of different people, throwing the ball to Darren Sproles, loving Zach Ertz a lot over the middle, even got Nelson Aguilar involved, okay? So I'm a little bit down on Jeffrey in that matchup against Kansas City. I love, on the other hand, I love me some Martavis Bryant. Martavis Bryant um, they're going up against the Minnesota Vikings, all right, in the home opener for the Pittsburgh Steelers. This Steelers offense is much better at home with Big Ben, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown all there. And here's the thing. Minnesota employs two pretty good defensive backs. The first is Xavier Bumpy Rhodes. I think he'll be on Antonio Brown. That leaves the 39-year-old Terrence Newman to deal with Martavis Bryant. I think Martavis Bryant is going to be good for one big play this week, and he might get into the end zone, and with that upside, I like Martavis Bryant. Okay, I'm a little down on Jeffrey, as I said, although the skill is there, and if you want to disagree with me and go with Jeffrey, I can't complain. I understand what you're saying. I'm fading Jeffrey, though. I love Martavis Bryant. So that means, if you need two, that means we're down to Corey Coleman and Jamison Crowder, right? I think Jamison Crowder could be the play in this matchup, and let me tell you why. I like Jamison Crowder because this matchup, they're going up against the Rams. I think this is going to be a shootout kind of game. I think the Washington football team is going to throw in a voluminous way. I think Kirk Cousins is going to put the ball up 35, 40 times, and he has chemistry with Jamison Crowder. Okay, The only thing you got to check for Crowder is he's dealing with a hip injury. He was a questionable tag week one. He ultimately played, right? So if he's playing, I like Jamison Crowder. I like Martavis Bryant. I think Corey Coleman is at the bottom of this food chain. I understand the fact that Alshon Jeffrey was probably the wide receiver you drafted highest of these four or got with the most you know, money in an auction. But if you ask me, I'm going Bryant and Crowder. Let me know next week how it went. I understand Alshon Jeffrey might be the stud, but I'm going Bryant and Crowder if you ask me. Thanks for the call, Tyler. We got another call. It sounds like we got well, the phone lines are starting to light up. We got Thomas in Nashville. Thomas in Nashville, he has a quarterback back question uh you know the darling of last week alex smith thomas in nashville you are dropping stats over beats it's the fantasy freestyle you're on with speeds what's up hey man uh, i heard you just touch on uh kirk cousins for a minute that's who i have he didn't really come through for me last week i have uh tyrod taylor on the bench and i was thinking about maybe just getting both of them and getting Alex Smith. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, and thanks for the call, Thomas, okay? Um, here's what I would do. I would still run out Kirk Cousins, okay? I still think Kirk Cousins is the guy, like I said, I think he's going to throw in volume on Sunday against the Rams. Remember, um, the Rams head coach is Sean McVay, and McVay used to be the offensive coordinator in Washington. I think this is something of a prove-it game for Kirk Cousins, and I like Cousins to have a little bit of a bounce back, and he's going to throw a lot. They don't they don't run the ball in Washington, and you know this if you have Kirk Cousins already. You see that Rob Kelly and that running game is not going to do it. The only way Washington wins is by throwing the ball a lot. So I like 
Kirk Cousins just fine. However, you talk about uh, Alex Smith, right, and should you pick him up. I do think, however, that Alex Smith rest of the season will outperform Tyrod Taylor. I think that Bill's offense is in trouble. So um, I would still go out there and start Kirk Cousins, Thomas, but I don't think it's a problem if you want to try and grab Alex Smith in place of Tyrod Taylor. Thanks for the call, Thomas. It sounds like we got friend of the show. My man Taco in Alabama is back. Taco is calling in every day, and you are welcome to keep on doing it. Taco, how can I help you today, man? You're back on the Fantasy Freestyle. Oh, man. I've got uh, I've got wide receiver problems. Okay, I'm, what do you uh, got? I'm looking at, uh, you know, I'm in a PPR. I'm right. starting Demarius Thomas and Larry Fitz. Okay. Uh, right now I've got Devontae Parker in. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm unsure since they did not play last week. Right. And I need I need one more receiver and I need a flex receiver. And my my options are Devontae Parker, right. Eric Decker, Jamison Crowder. I ended up getting Cooper Cup last night and oh, okay. Corey Davis. And what was the last one? Corey Davis. Corey Davis. Well, you got a lot of Titans, man. You got a lot of Titans. You got Corey Davis and Eric Decker. I'm telling you right now, the answer is not Eric Decker. In that offense, okay, there's a lot of mouths to feed all of a sudden. And remember, the Tennessee Titans, they go by exotic smash mouth. They are trying to run the ball. And uh, I think Corey Davis is better than Eric Decker or will outperform Eric Decker this year. So uh, I'm off Eric Decker. Okay, so I can tell you that. You need to find two then of Devontae Parker, Jamison Crowder, Cooper Cup, and Corey Davis. Um Listen, I'm fading Corey Davis right now for the same exact reason. I think there's too many options in Tennessee. I want to see how that offense settles a little bit and as they define in their roles. Because to be honest, you talk about Decker and Davis. I actually think Rashard Matthews is the number one wide receiver for Tennessee. And you're talking about the two or three there. So that's why I'm not on either of these Tennessee wide receivers. I like Devontae Parker, Taco. I'm going to tell you that right now. Okay, I like Devontae Parker. I understand we didn't see the Dolphins in action week one. And I understand that they have a tough task, okay? They are going all the way from Florida, long flight, all the way to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers this week, I believe. And these Los Angeles Chargers cornerbacks are no slouches, Casey Hayward and Jason Verrett. However, I do think Devontae Parker is going to ball out with Jay Cutler. I think Jay Cutler is going to force the ball to Devontae Parker a little bit. I like Devontae Parker there. And then when it comes to Crowder or Cup, that is something of kind of like a toss-up in my opinion, but I'm going to go with Jamison Crowder in this situation. Like I said, I think Crowder is the number one wide receiver there for that offense. I think they're going to be in a kind of a volume-throwing game. I think he's going to get more opportunities than Cup because Cup has to share with guys like Robert Woods and Sammy Watkins. So I'm going with Devontae Parker and Jamison Crowder. Taco, call back tomorrow or later in the week and after this week and let me know how it went. Okay, the callers are still live and in place we got to take a quick break when we come back my man cliff in boston renee in connecticut we will get to your trade questions but before that i also got to tell you this if you uh, really like and you want to put some action on week two the place to go is mybookie.ag let me tell you something they pay out real quick they do live betting also so if you're in the middle of the game and you think a trend is happening you can go ahead and bet it okay i use it myself and if you go ahead right now and register and you use the promo code 
code FREESTYLE, F-R-E-E-S-T-Y-L-E. Tell them Spit and Speed sent you. They will give you a 100% match bonus. You can't go wrong with that. I love it. I bet there myself, mybookie.ag. And if you listen to Friday shows, I'll give you my locks of the week where I fade the public. I gave you all those home dogs last week. We're going to keep it going in week two. When we come back, the questions are still coming from you on the phones, and we're going to continue to break down these week two matchups. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, getting you ready for week two and taking your questions right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's the Fantasy Freestyle, you heard? Ooh, ooh! Let's go. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. are back on the Fantasy Freestyle, dropping stats over beats right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout also to everybody listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, and watching live on our Fantasy Sports Network YouTube live stream. I really appreciate all the love. And we got some questions if you want to get on. We have some room this segment to answer your calls. The number... The call is 844-843-6879. We're going to take a couple callers. Then I'm going to give you some of my previews of the early games on Sunday. And remember, if you want to holler at me, you can. You could also find me on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds. I got people asking me trade questions, sit-start questions. I try to get back to you as soon as I possibly can. Don't hold it against me if I get one wrong. Remember, Also, Chris, I got to tell you something. Chris and Chris down there in the production room. I got to tell you something. People troll all the time and are like, oh. You got this one wrong. You're not really an expert. You want to know? Professionals in Vegas are happy if they bet football all year and win 55% of the time. If you hit 55% of your picks, you are known as a sharp, as a professional, okay? 55 to 60%. They got the super contest out there in in Vegas. The people who win that are like just above 60% of the time professionals win just over half the time, 55%. So uh, I know the trollers are going to troll, but uh, come on. It's been week one. And by the way, I went 10-5 and five against the spread. By the way, my football teams are 1-0. and oh. By the way, everybody's telling me I'm helping them win their leagues and win that cash. The next person I want to help out is Cliff in Boston. It sounds like Cliff has a trade question. What's up, Cliff? You are on the Fantasy Freestyle. Let me tell you if I would accept this deal or not. What's going on? All right, man. I think I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I think I got the greatest team on turf part two right now. Man. Okay. So check this out. So so I just, I was able to secure a trade with a guy. He got Big Ben and Tom Brady. Now he didn't realize until last minute that uh they both have week nine buys. Right. Now right now right now on my team I've got Jameis I got Jameis Winston, Kareem Hunt, Jay Ajahi, Doug Baldwin. Devontae Parker, Jimmy Graham, Torrey Smith, uh, J.J. Nelson. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've got OBJ on my bench because I'm not too sure how he's playing. 
Now, I just secured Big Ben. Do I start Jameson or do I start Big Ben? Oh, this week. Okay, so this week we're talking about Jameis Winston and their opener, right? Um, Or do you like Big Ben? Listen, I think – I hear you, and I understand that that's something of a question, right? But I'm telling you right now, I ride with the people that brought me there, okay? And in this case, for for you, I think that is Big Ben Roethlisberger. I understand Jameis Winston at home going up against the Chicago Bears, right? And then the kind of emotion that will be there from, uh, you know – that crowd, they didn't get to play. I was saying earlier that they're chomping at the bit. But let me tell you something. Jameis Winston has the potential to also throw some interceptions. Okay, Jameis Winston has inaccuracy issues and has thrown picks before. If you watched Hard Knocks, one of the big narratives of the entire season out there was like, can Jameis Winston limit the turnovers, right? On the flip side, Big Ben at home in Pittsburgh, he's liable to put up 400 yards and four touchdowns, okay? And you're not going to have too many opportunities Opportunities where Antonio Brown, Martavis Bryant, Le'Veon Bell are all healthy and not suspended, right? And at home. I think in those opportunities, you got to ride with Big Ben in their home opener. I understand the Minnesota defense looked good, but I'm going with Big Ben over Jameis Winston this week because I am a little bit scared of Jameis Winston and his potential to throw interceptions. But Cliff, thanks for the call. And thanks also, Cliff. You know, you're reading out your entire team. You're pretty proud of your team, it sounds like. And you should be with some of the studs you have. You feel free to call back anytime, Cliff. We got Renee. Renee is in Connecticut. It sounds like Renee also has a question about a trade. Renee, you are dropping stats over beats. You are on the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. What's up? Hey, what's going on, man? Alright, feeling good, feeling great. How are you? Wow, I feel like your last caller, man. I feel like I have probably the best squad in my fantasy league. You know, I got to stop you right there, okay, man? Everybody feels like that in week one. Everybody's like, if I'm all 1-0, you know, right now, I'm excited about my man like Stefan Diggs. I'm excited about Austin Hooper. Everybody's feeling real good. It's early on. I respect that, Renee. Let me know why you feel so good and if you want to improve. What's your question? Um... Well, okay, so I was um, I got an offer uh, the, the, early this morning for um, basically the the trade is Joe Mixon for um, Deshaun Jackson. I have Deshaun Jackson. The other individual has Mixon. Now my wide receivers right now. I took a hit because Allen Robinson is done for right. the year. So um, I have uh, AJ Green. Jarvis Landry, Randall Cobb, and I picked up, I was able to get uh, Cooper Cup, and I also have uh, Taylor Gabriel. So what do you think? Should I roll with Mixon? Or, and most of my running backs are currently J.H.I., Dalvin Cook, and Kareem Hunt. I don't think you need Mixon, man. I don't think you need Mixon, Renee. I got to tell you the truth. You got Ajayi, you got Hunt, and who else already at running back? It sounds like you had another running back that uh, I... Dal- and Dalvin Cook, Dalvin. yeah. So here's the thing. Listen, you, I think you're set. You know, you're set on the side of like your run, your young running backs because you already got Hunt and Cook. You're also set because remember, Jay Ajayi has already had his bye. Okay, so that's a kind of good little ripple effect of this postponement in Week One. So I don't think you're hurting at running back. And I gotta tell you, I'm not so high on Tyler Gabriel that's on your team, and I'm also not as high on Jarvis Landry. Okay, I like Devonte Parker a little bit better in Miami, and so for those reasons, I think I'm keeping Deshaun Jackson. 
I think Deshaun Jackson is pretty much your third best wide receiver, in my opinion, behind A.J. Green and Randall Cobb, right? So I would keep Deshaun Jackson in that deal. I thought for your team, because you already have a Jai Hunt and Cook, I don't think you need Joe Mixon. So I would hold on to Deshaun Jackson. But thanks for the call, Renee. I hope I help you out. You're welcome to call back any time. It sounds like we got some more questions right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. We will be taking your calls this segment. It sounds like we got Jacob in Las Vegas. Everything that happens in Vegas is supposed to stay in Vegas, but Jacob is going to share with us his running back issues. What do you got, Jacob? You're on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's going on, man? Um, I'm in a 12-man standard league, Okay. and um, I'm having issues on who to plug in for my RB2 and flex. Okay, lay it on me. Um, um, I have uh, Bilal Powell, Terrence West, Frank Gore, and Golden Tate. Okay, uh, I like, and it's standard, you said, huh? Yeah. All right, so that's the big difference because if this was PPR, I would have a very clear answer for you. If this was PPR, the obvious answer to me is Golden Tate and Bilal Powell. I'm going to tell you that right now, okay, in a PPR setting because I think they uh, they both get those targets, they both get those catches. However, you're talking about a standard league, so I think it is a little bit different. However... However, I still think Bilal Powell is one of the two. All right, I am not so high on Terrence West. I think he's just a guy. The Baltimore Ravens have been trying in the entire offseason to find someone to compete with Terrence West, to be better than Terrence West. They're talking about giving everybody looks from Buck Allen to, you know, Talia Farrow to Sinigaro. They are trying to find replacements for Terrence West. I kind of think it's because they don't believe in Terrence West themselves. And then when it comes to Frank Gore, here's the problem. The problem with Frank Gore is that everybody now knows that the Indianapolis quarterback position is blunt guts trash, right? So the way that defenses will be playing in Indianapolis is to first focus on the run to try to stop Frank Gore, right? And then force the quarterback, whether it's Tolzien or Brissett, to try to beat them through the air. And they're not able to do that. But job one for any defense facing the Colts is going to be to stop Frank Gore. So because of that, even though it is not PP and it's still standard league, I am still going with Bilal Powell and Golden Tate. I know Terrence West may be ranked higher, and I understand that. I am just, I'm telling you right now, maybe Terrence West is the answer for you. I am not high on Terrence West. I don't think he's really like a good player, and I think that's what it comes down to. I don't think the skill is really there, and I don't think the Ravens think the skill is there either, but thanks for the call, Jacob. I appreciate it. Have fun out there in Vegas on the Strip. We got a couple more calls we want to get to in this segment. I got Ryan in Boston. Ryan in Boston is on the line. You got a question about wide receivers, but you're in a standard league as well. Ryan in Boston, what's your question? You're on the Fantasy Freestyle. Hey, what's up, man? Love the show. Uh, I'm in a 10-man standard, and I need to select two wide receivers. I'm stacked at running back, so I'm looking at Baldwin, Pryor, Crabtree, and Parker. I need to start two of them. That's for just this week, right? Yeah, just this week. I mean, typically I'd just go Baldwin and Pryor all day, but um, no, I don't I know. Crabtree's looking nice, and I love the matchups. Yeah, here you go. Um, I understand that, and thanks for the call, Ryan, and thanks for uh, you know hollering at me saying you enjoy the show. Here's the thing that I think is going to happen. This I like Crabtree, too, right? He looked really good. Here's the problem. They're facing the New York Jets. They're going to be up big in this game, and you know what that means? That means big. 
beast mode. That means a lot of Marshawn Lynch is the way the Oakland Raiders are going to try and run out the clock. I think they try to hop in, hop out, get that quick win, and not waste some of their talent. Maybe Crabtree gets a touchdown, you know, early in the game to give them that lead, but I'm not so sure. I like Pryor. I like Baldwin. I love Baldwin to, uh, this week against the 49ers. I love me some Dougie Baldwin. And yes, I told you, I think the Washington football team is going to throw the ball a lot in that matchup against the Rams. So I like Terrell Pryor and Doug Baldwin there. Uh, Crabtree is nice, and so is Devontae Parker. But I think Crabtree is not going to be utilized as much because the Raiders will be up big against the Jets this week. And Parker, listen, I like Parker. I just like him slightly less than Pryor and Baldwin. But thanks for the call and thanks for the shout-out, Ryan. I appreciate it. Continue to be a fan. When we come back, we tie a nice, neat little bow on this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. And I tell you how you can get to Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota for free. And all you got to do is play some daily fantasy, and that'll get you there. It's Dane Martinez holding you down on the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And catch me on the YouTube live stream, too. Hey! We'll be right back. Fantasy Freestyle on Indianapolis. Not only do they have bad quarterback play, but it looks like they have bad offensive line play as well. But remember, that is one of my thesis here for this season. Offensive line play is bad around the NFL. Even more reason, if you needed it already, to fade the Indianapolis Colts and to downgrade all of their skill players, whether that be Moncrief, Hilton, or Jack Doyle. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We leave you with no diggity, no doubt right here. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Dane Martinez. They call me Speeds, the spitting statistician. We drop in stats over beats here, helping you out get ready for week two of the NFL season. Before we get to that, though, I got to tell you something. Okay, Fantasy Sports Network, what we're doing is we are partnering with DKMS to help battle blood cancer. Okay, we got a great promotion going on uh, in support of those guys over at DKMS. They're really helping to uh, fight blood cancer. And here's the thing. Fantasy football community is largely guys aged like 20 to 45. And those are the demographics that they need to uh, be a match, to be a donor for people battling blood cancer. Okay, so what we're doing here, we're partnering with DKMS. You can go to rotoexperts.com. You can go to dailyroto.com slash DKMS. And you can enter for free a daily fantasy contest. Every week we're going to be doing it, weeks 1 through 16. Okay, and if you win, then you get entered into a contest in week 7. The 16 winners will face off in a DFS contest in Week 17. The winner there gets two tickets to Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota in early February. I think this is awesome, and it's like a win-win. You don't even have to pay to enter, but we're doing this with DKMS so you learn a little bit more about the disease because you could be a match for someone who definitely needs it. So go on over to DailyRoto.com or RotoExperts.com. Enter you know, the DFS tournaments, and you can win the tickets 
to the Super Bowl. All right. Like I said, also, we have a poll question up on Twitter. I asked you guys today which of these surprise first-place teams that won and is in first place by their lonesome might be able to keep it going and make the playoffs. The options were the Bills, the Rams, the Jaguars. Well, 45% of you say none of the above, and quite honestly, I appreciate that. That means you guys are not overreacting like everybody else. That is the problem after week one. Everybody overreacts. Everybody wants to sell off. Everyone wants to make crazy trades. Hold tight. Let these things settle, okay? Like my man Chris Berkeley over at at UD Berkeley on Twitter says, after one game, I know it is overreaction theater. And also Clayton Trahan who responds to all the polls, says neither is likely, but the Jags must beat Tennessee this week if they want to, and the Rams must take both games against Seattle to have a shot. Let me tell you something, though. The Rams have the Seahawks number, and if Carson Palmer and David Johnson and the Cardinals fall off a cliff, the 49ers still don't look good. If this offensive line is a problem for the Seahawks all season long, I'm going to tell you something. The Rams might have a window there to get into the playoffs. And I want to shout out real quick, everybody on Twitter who's asking me questions. Larry at The Silent Soldier, Lantern at, and Chad at Chad underscore eBay. I'm answering your questions, and if you want to ask me questions, you can. We run out of here time here. You can always follow me at Spittin' Speeds. But check this out. This question that I got on Twitter really encapsulates kind of the overreaction theater and the response to week one the best. I had a question here from Drewman at HS underscore Drewman on Twitter. He says, at Spittin' Speeds, is Galladay for Cohen a good trade? Those are like both the darlings out there, right? Here's what I say. I like Tariq Cohen a lot. I'm listening to my boy Emery Hunt that I work with on Sundays on Lineup Lock Live. Here's the thing. With Galladay and Detroit, there's so many mouths to feed. Yeah, he had two touchdowns, but that's not going to happen all the time. Stafford and Jim Bob Cooter go wherever the ball dictates, and maybe that's Golden Tate. Maybe that's Eric Ebron. Maybe that's Theo Riddick. On the flip side, Tariq Cohen in Chicago, they're dropping like flies down there. Kevin White, gone. Cam Meredith, gone. Kendall Wright is the number one receiving option there, and I think Tariq Cohen might be the number two option there. He's on the field with Jordan Howard. He's going to get a ton of snaps and a ton of targets. I like the Tariq Cohen side right there. Tomorrow, though, when we come back on a Fantasy Freestyle, I'm going to go back, try and get through all my previews for Week 2, tell you what you need to know going into Week 2. We also have football tomorrow night. Week 2 starts off Texans at Bengals. And we'll have your calls at 844-843-6879 as I hold you down and help you win your leagues and win that cash. Dane Martinez on the Fantasy Freestyle. See you tomorrow on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Peace.